Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. There's been a lot of buzz in the last 24 to 48 hours because, man, are people making lots of other people angry in the podcasting space. And I got to say, as a professional contrarian, and that's true, that's really, really what it is that I do and have done for a long time now, uh, it's fun watching somebody else get beat up over this kind of stuff. Actually, it's not really all that fun. I, I can commiserate. If you are unaware, uh, there have been two articles posted recently that have been about podcasting that has caught the ire of the larger podosphere out there. The most recent one was published in the Washington Post, so that got a lot of traction around it. And it was some music critic who basically started an article saying, I hate podcasting and here's why. The first one that happened, the one prior to that, was done by Ed Ryan, the publisher of the Podcast Business Journal, when he wrote an opinion piece that basically said, podcasters, if you think you're, you've got it hard, just imagine what it'd be like if you had a radio show. Anyhow, both, of the, both the writer of the article in Washington Post and Ed Ryan have been summarily beaten up by the world in large for their unpopular views. And that's what I want to chat about today. Not about their views the specific views that they wrote about in the article, but I want to write about why it's important, why it is critical to the growth and healthy growth of podcasting to make room for dissenting voices, to make room for people with contrarian opinions about the status quo. I have had to explain this many, many times in my career of doing this professionally at large organizations, at small agencies, and mid-sized agencies. This has been what I have done. It has been the role I have been gifted. And what's an important role? It's an important role that we beat against groupthink. Yes, I know I'm going with Orwellian terms here, but groupthink is what happens when we all get on the same bandwagon, another way to express it, and we start thinking about something and we go down that direction and that's it. That's the only way of doing things. And that's that's good for a company to be in lockstep and continue to do the things that you do, but at the same time, someone has to be there looking at the other side, looking at what happens if we don't do that. And that's what I think um, is, is a big role that I have played. Now, these two articles in question are kind of doing that, except what they're doing is they're shining a light on realities, or at least perceptions, and as we know, perceptions are realities, that people have about our industry. And we need desperately to hear those 
voices. Now, maybe you don't want to hear those voices, but let me try and encourage you of why you need to hear those voices. And by the way, hearing the voices does not mean agreeing with the voices. It barely means understanding the voices. Because sometimes these this, uh, this dissonant voices, this voices of dissent, are kind of nonsensical to you. And, that, and that's okay. You may not understand, but you can at least hear it. And recognize, and I think this is really the key, recognize that if one person is writing an article about this, if one person feels so passionately about something that runs very counter to the way we do things in podcasting, if one person feels the need to take, uh, I was going to say ink to paper, but we don't do that anymore, take fingers to keyboard and chat about it, you can rest assured that there are other people who feel the exact same way. Now, maybe that's a minority. I don't know. But the minority of people, it's the minority of people who are currently listening to podcasts. So it's having an understanding, or at least hearing these voices of dissent, can maybe help you understand some of the problems that the rest of the world, the majority of people out there, have with this particular medium. You don't have to agree with it, but you need to hear it, and then maybe react to it from there. Again, I come up against this all the time, and I'm fine with it. I mean, I I purposely will put out Opinions that I don't necessarily believe. That's part of the job as a contrarian. You have to take the side. You have to play the devil's advocate. You have to take the position of one that you don't necessarily hold true and just represent that voice, which is fine. But that's different. That's very different from from what's happening now when people write these opinion pieces, right? Sometimes they do it for shock value. There's There's a great chance that the music critic for the Washington Post wrote the article the way he wrote the article just to get attention. That happens. That happens. My suggestion to you is look past what's making you angry because, man, are there a lot of people angry about that article. And look at the rationale he puts forth because he does that. It is a little, okay, no, not a little, Eva, don't don't dismiss it. I can see why people are pissed off, because he clearly says in the article that he he actually hates podcasting and he wishes music would replace it. I get it, man. I get it. And so you may be tempted to brush this guy off as a dinosaur that's going out, and I understand that rationality, and and, and totally do that. But go back and read what was said. But I don't want to make this show about that particular article. When you find an article that is really upsetting, when you listen to a podcast episode that is really upsetting, that it runs counter to your beliefs, it's important for you to go back and re-listen again critically. Ignore all the things that trip your trigger buttons. Trip your trigger buttons? Sure. And focus in on what, what they felt. I guess that's really it. What was the feelings that were behind this? How do these people feel? Because that's important to understand. I'm not a big touchy-feely kind of guy, but understanding the feelings behind there are important because, again, there may be lots of people that feel the exact same way. And if you, if that's the case, let's just think about this to the next logical conclusion, also what we do as professional contrarians. What does that lead to? If, in fact, a lot of people feel the same way, maybe it's about quality. Maybe it's about effort. Maybe whatever it happens to be. If there are a lot of people that feel that way, you need to understand it and either work to change those minds or 
address the issues that may be there. Maybe they really are there. Who knows? Maybe there's nothing for you to do other than understand. Because walking around in a bubble is not good. Walking around in a bubble assuming everybody thinks the way that you think is not good. You don't want to be on the phone with a couple of the guys from the Philippines asking them how they're going to spend their Thanksgiving. <laughs> you may think it's a weird uh, analogy, but that happened. And that's because you work, you live in your own little bubble. These voices of dissent help break you out of that bubble and understand that not everybody else thinks the way that you or we do. So make room for the voices of dissent. When you see an article that pisses you off, by all means, jump on Twitter, break it, do all that stuff. But at the same time, go back and read it again. Maybe there's a little nugget up there. Maybe there's something you should at least know. There's a, an opinion out there that you need to know exists. Even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like it. Okay, enough of me rambling about this. If you have a business and you want to get into podcasting and you're thinking about, hey, we like the idea of doing things different, I, I get different. It's what I do every single day. If you need help making your podcast a success, even if you don't want to be contrarian, but you'd like to someone who can bring that contrarian opinion to it to make it better, because it's all about making podcasting better, not just easier, get in touch with me, would you? Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services I provide to my clients. And that's it for the week. Happy weekend, happy Easter weekend if you're watching this live or listening to this live. I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, 
choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.